I think a lot of the time we've been told over the years, you know, this is what will work for you. This is what's going to happen. And being constantly kind of almost, um, well, you know, just basically overridden. And now we're saying, no, actually, you know, we want to be the disabled actor in the film. We want to be um, giving our voice. We want to be the, when you're talking about disabled people, we want to be involved in the conversation. Um, and that's a very big passion of everybody that's involved in access rating too. Hello and welcome to the Disability Download. The Disability Download is brought to you by pan-disability charity Leonard Cheshire. I'm Erin O'Reilly and on this podcast we respond to current topics, share stories and open up conversations about disability. Hi and thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. So at the time of recording this, things are continuing to move forward in terms of coming out of lockdown in England. Um, and changes are happening across Wales, Northern Ireland and Scotland too, um, just with regards to you know, the services that are opening and, and the things that we're able to get out and do now. Um, and you know, everyone will be moving at their own pace when it comes to restrictions easing, and it's really important to respect that everyone's approach is going to be different. But one thing that's really going to be important as we start heading back to our favourite venues is that venues and services make sure that they are inclusive and accessible. You know, unfortunately, there are still so many gaps when it comes to accessibility in the UK. From train stations to banks, GP surgeries, concert venues, there's still so much that can be done to make sure that venues are fully accessible for everyone and take into account various different access needs. And May 20th also marks Global Accessibility Awareness Day, which is all about digital inclusion for disabled people. So we thought it'd be the perfect time to have an episode all about a digital app that focuses on accessibility. My colleague Josh had a really great chat with Richard, who's one of the founders of Access Rating. It's an app that enables people to rate the places that they've been based on how accessible it was for their access needs. So a really great place to find that essential information, but also highlight some of those gaps um, that businesses really need to address. So Josh and Richard have a really great chat about how the app's been going, accessibility in general, and also how the pandemic shone a spotlight on accessibility as well. So let's go over to Josh and Richard. My name is Joshua Reeves. I am a um, I am the campaign support officer for Leonard Cheshire Cymru. And today on the disability download, we have Rich from um, Access Rating. Um, how are you doing, Rich? Good, thanks, Josh. How about yourself? Not bad at all. Um, it's just a Monday, um, Monday, and I'm just want to get the week started really. Um, well, no, no better, no better time to start in England. Than the pubs being open, I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to Wales um, getting the pubs open as well, um, and the restaurants. Uh, which, which leads into our main topic today on access. So, if you could tell me, um, Rich, um, what is access rating? So um, access rating is an idea that was devised by um, three um, wheelchair users, disabled people um, in a pub um, over their weekly pint. Um, we had a shared interest in wheelchair sports. So that's how we kind of um, met up. Um, and then we, we thought, you know, what could we do to potentially help people like us? Um, and one thing that we all had in common was discussions about accessibility and particularly dis discussions where we probably had a few moans and groans. Um, so we thought 
okay, let's, what can we do to obviously support and improve disabled access? Um, so we came up with this concept of access rating, which was basically to be very, well, run quite similarly to um, you what you regularly see on restaurants as hygiene rating. So it was a way of people um, differentiating the places that were going to give them a better level of access than others. Um, and that's kind of how it first came about. And we were just trying to work out ways in which we could get the voice of the disabled community heard. And um, we decided we were going to create an app um, because we hadn't seen many apps out there um, that were specifically for ratings and reviews of um, disabled access. Um, so we created the Access Rating app, um, which is available on the App Store and on Google Play. Um, and it enables users in a very quick time to submit um, a, a access rating, so one to five, and then also a small um, review of around, it's around 250 characters. Um, so we came up with this idea of this app um, and we thought, what else could we potentially add to that to support disabled people? Um, so we decided what we'd do is we'd gather all the information on the access rating app. And then once we'd done that, we were gonna use that information to then drive a positive change in businesses. So what we wanted to do was take that information to you know, your pub or your shop or a restaurant and um, give them the information on, okay, so this is how, this is what people think of the access. Um, would you like any support to improve that? Um, so we've got a consultancy arm of what we're doing whereby we can offer things like staff training um, and disabled access audits. Um, we actually um, started this as a social enterprise. So um, the funds that we accumulate go into community projects, um, which further down the line will begin to grow. Um, and we will, we, we're, we're planning to recruit um, more disabled people, offer things like placements and work experience, and also work with our SEND community um in the in the schools to really promote the movement from send school life into work um which is something that obviously needs developing and has been developing um over time um so that really gives you a rundown of what access rating is yeah um no it's very it's very good and obviously um I obviously, you know, I've been following access rating for a while now because I'm an ambassador myself. But um, yeah. but with um, access rating is that it's very it's very easy and very um usable. It's not very hard. You don't need to like do do a lot of signups to to actually do a do a review, and um, it's it's very tailored to to obviously a disability as well. Um, which which I saw on the app. So no, I, I I generally recommend everyone to check it to check it out, and it it seems it seems to be growing anyway. Um, as far as I I'm I'm looking at the reviews, um, and I'm excited to see what happens further down the line. But but why is um, access so important to disabled people, do you reckon, Rich, from your point of view? Well, I think access has always been looked at as, you know, important to people with disabilities, but actually it's important to everyone. 
um, you know, everyone's family um, will more than likely have somebody who's, say, elderly or maybe has some sort of health condition. Um, so they all have, everyone has these sort of access needs and some are, some are hidden and some are, you know, obvious such as, you know, using a physical uh, aid like a wheelchair. Um, but, you know, we've, we've got an aging population in this country, but also pretty much, you know, in the world, really. Um, and disabilities on the increase um, between 2014 and 2019, it had gone up 2 million in that time. Um, so, I mean, the main, the main thing probably around access being so important is about everyone's general well-being. Um, so, you know, if you've got access to areas where you can socialise and areas where you can um, meet your friends and so on, you then can improve people's mental health because there's not that access anxiety of not being able to go out or to feel isolated at home. Um, and I think it all, it all kind of, it really runs in a circle because, you know, access gives people better well-being, and it also gives them access to things like jobs, access to support, and that all in all builds that better well-being of a person. Um, so there's a real big picture to it that I think people are starting to appreciate now that it's not just about we, we see a dis disability sign. It's just a person in a wheelchair. It's not. We're now thinking about people with cognitive impairments, people with visual impairments, hearing impairments and so on, um, which is then creating a more inclusive society. So it's a very important thing. I think it's only going to get more and more important as um, time goes on. Yeah, um, and and it is important for um, access because for me, being a wheelchair user, um, I tend to like want to try out different places. And for example, um, there was a comic book store where I used to live in Cheltenham and I couldn't access it for like a long time. And I just kept on going every single day to this to this comic book store. Um, yeah. not, not every single day, but every single weekend to this comic book store because I wanted to get in, in the comic book store. And um, he was like, we don't have a ramp, but we have ordered one. It took about, say, two months for him to order one, but he finally had one because I was just nagging and nagging and nagging for access into the comic book store because yeah. comic books help me with my well-being and my mental health and if I can't yeah. access something that helps me with my well-being then yeah. I'm gonna go downhill um so yeah um I think that's what that app does it actually lets disabled people know what, what what's around and, and stuff and I think that that's that's what you're doing such a good job on this I mean the, um, the benefits the benefits of it as well um are, are like you know it's very quick so quick and simple like you've said um, we've also added that you can have add your user needs as you register so you're able to um, register with your user needs um, of either you know hearing impairment cognitive impairment uh, visual impairment uh, manual wheelchair power chair it's all there um, and we're and we're as we're developing the app um, we're trying to make it as user friendly as possible um, to meet obviously everyone's needs I mean it does have a it has a guide on there as to what we loosely kind of want people to look at their ratings by, such as toilets, door access, level access, the floor space and the parking. That's kind of like a generalized things to look for. 
um, just in case somebody's using the app that doesn't have a disability. And that's what the other thing we're trying to encourage is not just disabled people um, to be using the app, but actually everyone to be using the app and seeing it as a, as a, as a thing that's going to support the whole community um, to obviously get out more. Yeah. Um, can you, can you, obviously you've talked about the application and where to find it, but, but is there any other bits of information you could tell us about the application? Um, yeah, so we've got features on there, such as an ability for us to identify where there's going to be a change in places toilet. Um, so that's something we've, uh, begun to develop so people can obviously use it, um, to, to locate those. Um, we've expanded the the types of venues that people can actually rate. So we started off with a very simple database of hotels, bars and restaurants. Um, but now that's expanded to pretty much any venue um, through our connection with um, Google. Um, so we're able to um, use Google Maps to actually locate sort of any venue so you can rate and review anywhere in your area. Um, the great thing about it also is that you can actually filter the reviews by your access need so for example for yourself josh using your power chair you'd be able to um, actually just go to if you were going to a venue you'd be able to just pick out and filter all the reviews done by power chair users so you've not got to dig through all the reviews to find the information and i think that's probably a key thing with reviews in general and and probably as a disabled person, you know, what, what we have to look for online before we go anywhere, because, um, you know, we're often trawling uh, TripAdvisor or wherever it may be that leaves a review. And we'll be, we'll be kind of, you know, hunting around for the key information of, you know, can we get in or, you know, just very simple things. Is there a toilet? Is there a disabled toilet? And often it's very difficult to find that information. It's not always there, you know, clear and obvious. So, this enables the information to be there a lot quicker. Um, and what we've also got is we've got a research team of volunteers that are also working to get more ratings on the app. So um, there will be more ratings of locations with just a general guideline of the accessibility. Um, but then obviously it's up to the community then to leave their own reviews. We want your point of view and your voice. On, on as many venues as possible, because we want to be able to use the power of those reviews to go to these venues and say, you know, either this is fantastic, we're absolutely over the moon at how good your access is, or on the other side of it, the accessibility is very poor. This person's had a very poor experience. And, you know, in order to get more people through your door, these are the things that you could be doing. Um, so it's a win-win, you know, it's a win for the business mm. if they do things positively. And it's a win for us if um, if there's things they need to improve. But all in all, the improvement will help, um, you know, the community as a whole to access venues of all types. Yeah, um, and with, with with that, I find that very useful because um, I I just I just hate when I go into a place. Um, and and it says that they're accessible because they've got a ramp there. But then when you have a look at the toilets, they're just not very accessible whatsoever. Um, and I think that with with this with this app and what you do with volunteers is very good because 
um, it, it will actually enable myself and many other disabled people to, um, to obviously be more confident going out in society. I think that um, coming, coming to the question I was going to ask you about um, how does it benefit disabled people? And I, I just think that um, answering your, the, the question I was going to ask you is that I think this app does benefit disabled people. Um, I will benefit disabled people, especially when it comes out because, like you said, TripAdvisor, yes, it's, it's, it's good, it's a good review system, but it don't, it don't just focus on access, accessibility. It's very hard to find um, reviews led by families or friends or disabled people who who want that access? Yeah, um, we, we all know, we all know the... right? That you know, disabled. Sorry, disabled um, access. Um, you know, we want to hear it from disabled people. We want the disabled people to have a voice. We don't want somebody telling us this is what's accessible. We want, mm. you know, as a manual wheelchair user, I want to tell someone what's accessible. And I'm sure, as a power chair user for yourself, you know, you're the expert and. I think a lot of the time we've been told over the years, you know, this is what will work for you. This is what's going to happen. And being constantly kind of almost, um, well, you know, just basically overridden. And now we're saying, no, actually, you know, we want to be the disabled actor in the film. We want to be um, giving our voice. We want to be the, when you're talking about disabled people, we want to be involved in the conversation um, and that's a very big passion of everybody that's involved in access rating too. Yeah, well, it's nothing about us without us. So, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, and and with that, the um, what 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 are the main things that you think that needs to be improved to get better access into restaurants, pubs, community centres? Um, Etc. Like, what are the what are the what are the main key things that you think that could that pubs or restaurants should do now to get better access into society? I think um, ultimately, you know, we we probably in the last few years we've started to look at some of the more complex um, scenarios with disability. Which, which is great, you know, we, we, we're, mo we're moving places, you know, we're looking at different disabilities, we're not just focusing on a wheelchair user, which is fantastic. Um, but I'd say really for businesses, you've got to get your basics right, you've got to get your foundation right before you start looking at the next steps. So, you know, you've got to get your physical access, your, if you've, if you've got your ramp in place, then fantastic, but has it got an automatic door? If it hasn't, how does somebody then communicate to you that they need assistance? And how how then do your staff go out and communicate that message without making somebody feel like they're an inconvenience for going and spending their money there? Um, you know, um, I think physical access is a big thing. Having disabled toilets and actually having a consideration that disabled people need access to these things is 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 a massive step. Um, also parking signage and your basic things to get somebody into your premises 
uh, from then on, there are other things, you know, like restaurants could benefit from things like Braille menus being on hand. I'm sure if you went down the high street of any town, you won't come across many Braille menus in restaurants. They'll probably think, oh, great, that's a good idea, but they probably won't have many. So that's the thing. We need these kind of set standards to be in place. And then we can start looking at, okay, what are we doing for people with um, autistic needs? What are we doing for people with, um, you know, other more complex, more complex needs? But I think the standard things, if we get those in place, then it's a good foundation to then work off. Because the fact is we're actually having that conversation and thinking about disability. Um, I think a big thing that needs to be looked at is certainly all this legislation and rules around um, ramps and around adapting buildings and around this thing of, you know, a, if, if a building is kind of, um, can't think of the word for it, but, um, you know, it's like a, an old building or a registered building. I think that's the word, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I'm not quite sure. Um, Did you say a building like a church? An, an old building. <laughs> um, so adapting things like that, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of legislations and rules around that. There's a lot of things about, you know, a shop owner, if they want to build a ramp outside their shop, they can't because it's on a council pavement. But it will get more people in the shop and it will provide more facilities for a community. Um and those things do need to be looked at. I think it still needs to be a uniform process and it does need to obviously follow health and safety regulations and, and you know, whatever it means, but whatever it needs, but it, it needs to, um, there needs to be less of this kind of rulings and more thinking about the well-being of the community and a bit of common sense. Um, I think probably on top of those physical things, I think, businesses having consideration of disabled people is a great start. I think staff having the communication skills to not sort of wreck somebody's day. I think that would, that would help because sometimes you do find you either, it's kind of, um, I think it's always kind of look at the draw as to who you get with staff. You know, it's like you get one person. I mean, really, that, that goes for anything and also disabled access. But you, know, you get one person very considerate, want to help you come across very well. And then you get somebody else who just comes across as very rude and makes you feel like an inconvenience that you've, you've gone to their business premises. Um, so, you know, there are some things, attitude barriers that we need to um you know think about as well but you know in terms of your physical barriers um like i say if we get the foundations right and you know you can actually get somebody in your building um and you're considering their needs in fact you know if they if they need help with the door is there a bell so you can kind of push a push a buzzer and somebody will come out and help you very simple things like that i mean for me you know i think i think every i think every shop um and every venue needs a buzzer on the door that will that will say um you know disabled assistance because whenever i've used one of those they're extremely useful and it saves me having to like you know sort of wave my hands in the street like a madman mm. everyone be thinking what is this guy doing so um you know that's that's another important thing is communicating our needs um but i think it works it works both ways we have to you know be you know firm but fair but I think I think we do have to come across in the right way and communicate our needs 
the best we can to enable them to then understand what we need. Um, yeah. You can't turn up at somewhere and expect that they know all the your little individual needs because everyone's got so many different things they might require, some more than others. So it's about having the confidence to communicate those messages. Um, and that's something that comes with really self-development, to be honest. Uh, so I think there's things we can learn to make access better and help educate businesses um, along the way. Um, and, and also, yeah, going out with that attitude of I'm representing my disabled community in a, yeah. in a very positive way is a very um, good quality skill to have. Yeah, and you mentioned the the buzzers on the door and there's there's a lot of them in Cardiff um where I live and there was one time I was in Cheltenham and um it was a bank um I'm not gonna say which bank it is but um they they were like all right you've got an assistance bell there on the building but to get to that assistance bell you needed to you needed to get up a flight of stairs to yeah. access that bell. So yeah. people need to be aware that put that bell somewhere not near a bunch of stairs so I can access it. Otherwise, the bell is just a waste of money. <laughs> and I think that's why you need you need you know you need people in on the conversation to tell you, you know, there's no good going and getting a bell and sticking it somewhere. You need to speak to disabled people and work out whether that's the right place for it to be. Um, and that's where you know d- disabled audits can be done and where consultancy can be um, done as well. And, you know, it's people will say, well, that's an expense. But the thing is, um, you're paying for somebody to give you the ability to get more people through your door and earn more money as a business. So I whenever businesses say, oh, it costs this, it costs that. I always think to myself, well, do you want people spending? Is it do you want people spending their money in your business? Or don't you, you know, simply, you know, if I turn up, do you want my money or not? <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's the way I see it. Because I've been uh, like <laughs> um, post, like before the pandemic, um, I used to I used to go a lot of times out, out to pubs and nightclubs. And there used to be no no um, access to the lift. And we were like, they were like, oh, we're not on a rush to get it. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, but all these people, all these people who are disabled that needs to use your lift to get into the building you're basically losing money there which you don't realize because people go oh it costs too much money to have a lift fixed when actually if you make that pro if you make that lift fixed or that access access a problem if you if you sort out that um out there and make sure that um the problem becomes a solution and becomes um a way to get disabled people into your place then you're going to build up more profit for that and then more money rather than just basically going it's out of order let's just keep it like that because it's going to cost money well actually you're going to build up on money because you're going to get more people coming into your place if you if you fix um the the problem and so. i think like you know people often have this opinion of disabled people that we're kind of we're, we're moaners we're moaning all the time mm. but you know they don't realize when you're dealing with it every single day 
there's all these constant gripes it builds up um and it's and it's not it's not uh something we all you know we don't want to be having to deal with all these frustrations you know everyone's got their lives to lead we've all got to earn money and go to work and you know and try and you know support our families and whatever it may be and the stress of all of the other stuff on top of it no wonder we moan um yeah but that doesn't mean we're moaning because we're moaning because we haven't got access to the same things as as other people um and we've got this constant stress all the time of can we get in there can, can we get up those up those steps can we get round here when I turn up to somewhere, is it going to have a hearing loop so I can, you know, hear the cashier or whatever it may be, or or um, is it going to have the parking and is the parking going to be right and are people going to be using the disabled parking in the right way and so many variables um, and it always and and then down to things like you know your transport can I get on the bus can I get on the train and so on and so on and so on. If you put all those things to somebody that has no disability they would crumble they would they would think how do you deal with this daily but that's what access rating is 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 there for it's about empowerment so if you want somewhere to vent vent on the access rating app because what we're going to do is we're going to take that information um and use it in a really positive way to help businesses make it better for you so um yeah try and see it as a real trailblazing tool and and with that then um is it is it be more challenging to promote access with access rating in this pandemic what i'd say is yeah i mean we haven't had you know as many ratings and things coming through but i'd, I'd probably say like you know for disabled people um the social distancing setups in shops the queuing setups the parking um we've seen a lot of things that really do show how far down the line the priorities of disabled people are um which which is upsetting at times um it'd be nice if we could see um us being thought of you know it would i know i know the pandemic came very quickly but to have no consideration that we were taking away disabled parking spaces we were making queues narrow we weren't thinking of people having to wait outside that might have mobility issues and actually saying you know can you come in i'm sure some places have done that but there'll be a high proportion that obviously haven't and haven't really give disabled people a second thought and just thought well they won't come out because then because they're ill or whatever you know and and you know that's not the case not every disabled person was shielding but um every every shop has had to have these kind of measures put in uh, which i'm sure has been difficult but you know we don't want to be left outside and we don't want to be felt that we're not thought of um so I think I think it's highlighted a lot of things. I think that's probably a negative, but I'd probably say a positive is work from home's arrived. Um, finally, people people realise you don't have to work in an office miles from your home to do a job, um, which means it opens up the job market to millions of disabled people. Um, so I hope businesses don't i don't want it to um i don't want that side of things keep people say go back to normality i don't want normality with that i want businesses to continue realizing the potential of disabled people 
can be explored when they have an ability to work from home and their needs can be met in, in, in a home environment. Um, they will be more productive, most of the time less tired, um, and it's a win-win. So um, as much as I can say about some of the issues with access haven't been top, um, the work from home stuff, I mean, that's a real fantastic opportunity for us. And it's something we we do not want to let slip now. You know, we've made the, they've made that step. So we want to encourage as many disabled people as possible to get into work, showcase their talents and show that work from home makes things possible. Yeah, it's mad to think that a pandemic have just made it made employers go right. We people can work at home, and we, we we've been asking this for years. To see what people have, and it's just mad to think that a pandemic have just made employers go, "Oh, we can't work for home," and, and now and then, and then, but but we've been saying that we could do this for years and years and years. But then, it's mad how they just. I hope that it continues to grow now, like you said, and I just hope that. This is an eye-opener for like for like people not to be um not to have that excuse of oh you can't work at this place because we all got access. But now because you can work at home, we you could give access in your home to work um from your PC or from your laptop. Um, I think it allows a variation, doesn't it? it allows people yeah. to, you know, you could you could you could do half from half and half. You know, not everybody wants to work from home all the time. It's quite isolating. But some people, what they might want to do is they might want to work from home and then they might want to do a day or two in the office where they can be yeah, around people socialising. Um, it's really a real flexible, flexible working is really the key word. Um, so, yeah, so we're obviously access rating. We're a big, big fan of that um, and a big fan of obviously more opportunities for disabled people to obviously um getting to work as well yeah um and you mentioned just now about shops and about um the pandemic and yeah. that obviously you, you've been struggling to get reviews and stuff because of the pandemic well because wales is now lifted um i'm going to go to the shops on the weekend i hope so so i can see whether um shops are actually allowing disabled people to social distance um in the shops and how it's going to work because i just feel like if i'm scared to go out to be honest i'm scared of yeah. say of going to a shop and then going well you can't come in here because your wheelchair is too big and that we've got to put measurements in play because of the government so that's yeah. what scares me but let's just see on the weekend um I'll put um, a review on it as well because I'm unlikely to go to um, one of my favorite shops. So, so like I said, is that uh, one shop in particular I can think of is quite narrow, narrow anyway, which concerns me because um, last time I went there in the summer, which I didn't go in, but I saw a massive queue outside the shop. So I'm just a bit worried about that and a bit um scared of going um anxiety levels are going uh, up 
but but I realized that I gotta force myself to push and to move on and, and to yeah. be and to be um confident going forward because otherwise I'm gonna lose my independence if 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 I don't face my fears. So yeah. it's up to, guess, to the society to understand, obviously. Uh, there yeah, are going to be people out there that aren't going to be as confident as others. Like, for example, for myself, um, I would probably, I would probably be okay going to a, for example, a quiet pub garden, as long as people respected distance. Um, but that's the that's the bit. I think I think people coming out of this. I think we need to come out of it in a in a steady way. Um, because you know covid will be around um and we need to um be aware that some people aren't going to feel as confident as others disabled people yes but also anyone you know there's going to be a lot of people out there with this real anxiety um of people coming close and you know not social distancing so um so yeah yourself going out and not being isolated we need other people to understand the importance of respecting space um which is something you know as humans we're not used to you know we're all very crowded together and you know used to going out and being crowded and then all of a sudden all oh, you've got to keep a bit of distance it's, it's, it's a bit of a wild thing for us to have to do but you know if we can if we can do that um i think it's going to help people no end but i mean really people need to you need to from my point of view with access and with covid i think you need to follow your rules and you need to do what you're comfortable with i think it's very important that friends of disabled people um, and family of disabled people respect if you are nervous and respect if you are anxious of going to certain busier places i think peer pressure is going to be a big one you know you're probably going to get a lot of friends come on you're all right just come out have fun and obviously they want to have a laugh but you know it's a, it's a bit of a different thing for some of us so um so yeah i think respecting each other's space and respecting each other's wishes um it's going to be a really crucial thing as things open up and we get out you know submitting our access ratings on all those venues um and you know we want to hear the the good stuff we want to hear the we want to hear the, the bad and the ugly but you know we want to hear the, the the good bits so if you've got a favorite um shop pub restaurant hotel whatever it is um and you want to give them some good comments then please get on the app and tell us how good they are um and at the same time if they're not as good get on the app and have a vent <laughs> Yeah, well, if they are positive, it can show them that not all disabled people are moaning there or something. It's not designed as the moaning app. This is designed as yeah. the positive app for either change or massive celebration on how good somewhere's access is. You know, wouldn't it be great to be able to go to somewhere and say, well, I've put a review on the access rating app. Here's your review. You're amazing. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is what everyone's going to see that's, that, that's on the app. So, yeah. you know, we've got to see it as a positive thing, uh, um, mainly. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to wrap up the podcast there. Um, would you like to add any other things about access or access rating before we go off? Anything that you'd like to plug? Right. Well, um, I think a final plug um, would be the, what the wisest thing for me to say is please download the access rating app. It's available on the App Store, on Google Play, 
um, simple to download, register your details and get out there rating venues. Um, if you want to keep an eye on the activity of Access Rating, we've got a Facebook page, a Facebook group, all under the name of Access Rating. Uh, I've also got Instagram, Twitter. So have a look. You can catch more information about myself and the team at Access Rating at www.accessrating.com. Um, but yeah, that's it from me, Josh. And I'd just like to say thank you to yourself and Leonard Cheshire for having me on today. Yeah, um, well, thank you for, for allowing us to talk to you about access. I think it's a very important subject for disabled people. And I think that it, it never goes away. Thinking that, thinking that stuff are going to get better. There's always improvements needed to happen in, in the UK and in the world, really, about access for, for anyone, not just disabled people. So, yeah, thank you. No problem. Thanks, Josh. just want to say thanks so much to Josh and Richard for that really engaging chat. I think it was really interesting just hearing things like, you know, considering how social distancing measures didn't really take accessibility into account. Um, and just hearing from Josh and Richard about their own experiences with the, the barriers and challenges that they faced before. And I just hope that, you know, apps like this and conversations can really highlight to businesses and venues the importance of inclusion and making sure that venues are truly accessible and that it doesn't have to be a really costly task um, and that it's just really important that everyone is able to access everything. I know Richard mentioned a few links to do with access ratings so I'll pop all of those in the show notes on our Simplecast site so you can check them out there. Um, and as always we want to hear what you think so please do get in touch with us by emailing disabilitydownload at leonardcheshire.org or DMing us on Instagram or Twitter at leonardcheshire we want to know what you think, any episodes you'd really like us to cover a specific topic on, or if you've got an idea for a guest as well. So get in touch. And please do remember as well to like, share and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Stay safe. Until next time, I'm Erin, and this has been the Disability Download.